Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. In his role as Kenneth, the NBC page on the hit TV show 30 Rock, actor Jack McBrayer was the embodiment of kindness. Now he's created his own TV show with kindness as its central theme. McBrayer modeled his series, Hello, Jack, The Kindness Show, on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, and we'll hear about the profound impact of Fred Rogers' PBS show on the delightful Jack McBrayer as he joins us this hour on City Lights. Today is the very last day of the member drive. Thanks to all of you who donated. It's exciting to see an outpouring of support for our station. Your year-end gift at this moment will help as we wrap things up. So please give now at wabe.org slash donate. I'm joined this hour by City Light Senior Producer, Kim Drobes. Hello. So in order to wrap up things successfully this hour, we've sent some ben- we've set some benchmarks in order to help us move forward. So for this hour, I'm being told our benchmark is 19. And when you give right now, your name will be entered into a drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. Easy peasy. You can give right now at wabe.org slash donate. Here at the end of the year, we remind you of some of the stories we've been able to share with you, like my conversation with the virtuoso banjo player Bella Fleck. We talked about his new Grammy Award-winning album, My Bluegrass Heart. Or when I spoke with Mark Kendall and Bill Worley, Atlanta-based comedians and hosts of Ridiculous News, a podcast in which they discuss the quirky and fun news stories in current headlines. Stories such as these were made possible on City Lights, thanks in part to donations from listeners in past member drives. 
In order to map out our future plans, we need your donations now during this year-end drive. So please lend a hand on this final day of the drive with a year-end gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. My name is Eric Deggins, and I'm TV critic for NPR. It's important to make space for arts coverage on the air because people have made space for the arts in their lives. Art allows us another way to reconsider and think about and process things that happen to us as a society. And we are processing a lot these days. Uh, I do donate to the NPR member station where I live. I'm supporting an institution that reflects a lot of the values I have about reporting the news and being connected to the local community and what's important about serving the public. I'm Eric Deggins. Give what you can and help your member station cover your community as well as it possibly can. Here's how to give. You can do so at wabe.org slash donate. And you know, Eric is right when he said that it's important to make space for arts coverage on the air. We hear it from listeners all of the time who say that they heard about a new book, a concert, a restaurant, a dance performance, one of the many interactive exhibits in our city. They heard about it on City Lights. Just like you rely on us to bring you the best arts coverage and culture coverage in Atlanta, we rely on you to keep this program going for many years to come. Please help us on this very last day of the very last pledge drive of the year by giving at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. Thank you. Monthly donations are a reliable source for our financial planning, but maybe you can't commit to a monthly donation. We understand and hope you will consider a one-time gift now. Perhaps that's $60, $120. You know what you can afford, and we assure you it will make a difference at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And remember, here on the very last day of Member Drive, when you give, you will be entered into that drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. What a great year-end gift for you. Think about all the January sales that you'll be able to take advantage of. <laughs> Love those. Indeed. And, you know, if you're a rule follower like I tend to be and you want to check out all of the details, go to wabe.org slash contest rules. As we finish up this drive, thank you to everyone who could afford to give. We could still use a little help, so thanks to you for your year-end gift right now. wabe.org slash donate or give us a call 678-553-9090. Thank you. Now, Jack McBrayer does not wear a red cardigan or chat with hand puppets on his new children's show, but you will want to be his neighbor. The actor, comedian, and 30 Rock alum is the host and executive producer of the Apple TV Plus series, Hello Jack. 
The Kindness Show. When season two premiered in October, I spoke with Mick Brayer via Zoom and asked how he felt about being compared to Fred Rogers. Well, I'll be honest, that association is so welcome and really and truly it was very much what I was striving to do. Now, I am no fool. I am no Fred Rogers. He was such a special, such a unique individual. But I tell you what, I grew up loving his show. I saw a need for more of those messages in 2022. And I wanted to honor that. And I wanted to uh, pretty much just pick up the baton where he left off. So I will happily take the association, but believe you me, those shoes are impossible to fill. But Jack McBrayer has a way of doing it too. So let's see what that looks like. Yes. And in a nod to sweaters, yours aren't cardigans, but I notice they magically change colors, often within a single song. You will start out in a yellow sweater that becomes green and then it's peach that's something jacka wait how do you <laughs> jacka cadabra well played well played yeah, we have a wonderful episode where i say jacka jacka cadabra <laughs> you're right it is a little trickier <laughs> you know, such great uh thought was put into the design of all the elements uh including the wardrobe so oh, it's just, yes. we're so pleased with how beautiful it all looks Oh, yes. And I read that you co-created the show with Angela C. Santamero. Did you two pitch the series to Apple TV Plus, or did they approach you to create a children's series? Well, I do have to take some credit where I had an idea to do the show. I went to Apple with the idea, and Apple teamed me up with Angela Santamero and her company, Nine Story Media, and they have a great background in children's programming with shows like Blue's Clues and Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, and I was very, very grateful for that collaboration because as much as I love comedy and I knew what I wanted to do with the show, there was simply a learning curve, uh, a level of education that I did not have, and so it was a very welcome collaboration as far as I'm concerned. And Daniel Tiger, of course, that meant Angela had PBS experience. Exactly. Exactly. Please tell us, what are some of the problems children encounter that you address on the show? Absolutely. Some of them are pretty timeless, pretty universal things that you and I faced when we were preschool age. Feelings of Fear. We have an episode where one of our characters is a little scared by some of the Halloween decorations. How do we deal with that? We have an episode where we kind of touch on disappointment. Plans fall through for uh, an event. And how do we deal with the disappointment of things not going our way? Losing something. We deal with loss. We learn with how to be patient. With all that being said, it is 2022, so I look forward to more episodes where we can touch on things that are a bit more current, a little more contemporary. For example, I didn't have to deal with any sort of issues with social media when I was growing up. And this, of course, is definitely part of the lives of our young people today. So how can we address that in a kid-friendly, in an appropriate, gentle way? 
Mm. Those kids on Heller Jack are adorable. What is it like working with the child actors? That was an absolute delight. Every single one of our young actors across the board uh, and our grown-up actors as well. But our young actors were just marvelous. They were so professional. I mean, they knew all their lines. They would hit their marker. I mean, they were better at that than I was. But then also they were just lovely human beings. Even at such a young age, I, I felt very sure very quickly that these were the right people uh, to help me with this with this vision. And I also have to give credit to their parents too. Their parents were just a delight to have on set. I'm sure we've all heard horror stories about, you know, like stage parents, not even an iota of that. Just a, a delightful experience all around. Plus, it's just fun to play with kids. You know, like someone brings in a knock-knock joke every day. Adam loved his sports statistics. It was so fun to just find each of their personalities and try to encourage that and nurture that and work it into the characters and the storylines. Jack McBrayer, the actor is the host and executive producer of Hello, Jack, The Kindness Show, which streams on Apple TV+. We'll return with more of our conversation in a moment, but first... This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes, and we are on the very last day of the year-end fundraiser. Have you been meaning to give? Well, this is your day, your moment to do something good for yourself and for the entire metro Atlanta area. Support WABE, your local public radio station. Your gift helps bring you City Lights. And on this last day of the fundraiser, there's an added incentive to give. In a moment, City Lights senior producer Kim Drobes will explain. First, we'd like to thank Adam from Atlanta for his pledge, along with that from Josh and Lisa in Monticello. Fantastic. So that added incentive that Lois mentioned is that you will be entered into a drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. Think about all of the ways that WABE is committed to giving you the best information possible, not just with our award-winning newscast, but Closer Look, Political Breakfast, Buried Truths, The Brief, all of these programs keep you up to date on what's important in Atlanta. Your year-end gift today on this final day of the fundraiser makes all of that possible. Look, to wrap things up successfully tonight, we've been given hourly benchmarks that help keep us on track, and we're doing pretty good. Right now, we need 14 more of you to donate this hour. Can we count on you? WABE.org slash donate or call us 678-553-9090. Thank you. My name is Paul Beach, and I live in Decatur. What I like about City Lights is they bring into the program not only people that I've heard of that are visiting Atlanta for various cultural events, whether it's humorous, plays, musicals, but um, they bring into light the inherent cultural scene in Atlanta that I probably otherwise never would have encountered. 
Thank you, Paul, for your thoughts on City Lights. Maybe you share those same thoughts. I mean, how do you hear about what's new in arts and culture? Sometimes it's from Fresh Air and Weekend Edition, but when it comes to Atlanta's arts and culture scene, we've got you covered on City Lights. Think of it this way. You've made listening to WABE a priority, so please make giving a priority as well at wabe.org slash donate. Did you know that nearly 90% of all of the funding that WABE gets comes from Metro Atlanta? This includes you and your one-time gift this hour. Choosing the amount you give or how often you choose to give, we'll leave that up to you. But for now, please remember that your gift is how we pay for programs like City Lights. You can make your contribution easily online at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9000. Thank you. When you include WABE on your gift list this December, we'd like to send you a thank you gift as well. Choose from an array of thank you gifts, including a subscription to the New York Times, the new Amplifying Atlanta mug, or the iconic WABE tote bag. Plus, your year-end gift will continue to power WABE through 2023. See all of our thank you gifts for yourself at wabe.org slash donate. Thank you. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into that drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. Please lend a hand with your year-end gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. We still need to hear from 13 of you to stay on task. That's that benchmark number we have to go. We know there are far more than that many of you listening. So please, if you haven't yet donated, do so now. Online at wabe.org or by calling 678 553 9090. Thank you. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R I C H M O N T.edu. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. It's great to have you along. Let's get back to my October conversation with 30 Rock alum, actor Jack McBrayer. 
The Georgia Native is the host and executive producer of the Apple TV Plus series, Hello Jack, The Kindness Show. Here, McBrayer explains the vital role of music in his TV series. We were very excited to incorporate music into the show because, uh, as we know, kids latch on to the music. Um, I remember between Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and Sesame Street and one of my favorites, The Electric Company, the music yeah. was such an integral part of it. And that really stays with a child. Uh, we were also fortunate enough to get the band OK Go to create all of the music for our show between the theme song and they create an original song for every single episode and they just knocked it out of the park. And I've been a fan of theirs for years. So I was incredibly grateful to get them on board. This morning as I opened up my eyes, a hummingbird was at my window. And while the sun rose on Clover Grove, they hummed a tune that maybe you know. Try a little act of kindness Start a chain of many more Show a stranger some politeness And watch that little moment grow and grow oh, Try a little act of kindness Start a chain of many more Your first gig in comedy was in Chicago at a storied place. Jack, would you tell us about your journey to the Second City Improv Comedy Club? Happily. It's one of my favorite stories. I had just graduated college, and like many recent graduates, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I did want to try life in a big city, so with a couple of friends, moved to Chicago. Chicago, Illinois. I had never spent a great amount of time there, so it was all new and exciting. And while I was there, stumbled upon a beautiful old theater downtown called the Second City. Got to see a free improv set after a show where I saw some phenomenal performers, including Adam McKay, Rachel Dratch, John Glazer, Tina Fey. I saw so many incredibly talented people and it just inspired me. It just, it, it really set me on a track that I did not anticipate, but I tell you what, I am thrilled that it happened. So I just, I doubled down and I started taking the classes and I would audition for the touring company and you just get promoted, promoted. Eventually I was on the resident stage and it was, it was absolutely my dream job at the time. I was performing at the second city. People were paying money to come see me perform. I felt like, but you have to let me back up a little bit. You said you just get promoted. No, not everybody got promoted, promoted. This says something extraordinary about your talent that you kept being promoted and ended up on the resident stage because witness some of the names you mentioned a moment ago. These are brilliant comic improv actors and comedians that Second City turns out, and, and you're a proud alum. I am, and I mean, like how wonderful of all the things 
that my time there has let you and I would very likely not be speaking right now if it weren't for no, no. Second City because, you know, that's where I met Tina Fey. That, yes. you know, Tina Fey knew of my skill set, wrote a role for me in 30 Rock, and that changed everything. So I, I'm able to trace many, many things back to my time in Chicago, and I'm very grateful for it. I wondered if Tina created the character of Kenneth specifically for you, and you just answered that question before I needed to ask. You did. I'm a one-trick pony, Lois, but it's a oh. good trick. It's a good trick. <laughs> Hardly one trick. If anyone has been under a rock, I will add that Jack McBrayer played the role of Kenneth Purcell on 30 Rock. He was the cheerful NBC page and eternal optimist. I feel like some of Tina Fey's sensibility is present on Hello, Jack. Is that possible? Oh, 100%. Uh, I learned so much during my time on 30 Rock, really just seeing how a production comes together. But also when I got to witness Tina Fey wearing so many hats, i.e. being the star, being the creator, being a producer, being a writer. She was so busy all the time to create this incredible project. And I find myself on a much smaller scale trying to do the exact same thing. And there are some days we were like, how did Tina do this. But I tell you what, I was just, you know, stealing hacks uh, every chance I could get for Hello Jack because I, uh, I knew that she was able to pull it off. And so I wanted to utilize those skills and do the best job that I could. But uh, at the end of the day, it was important for me. And I will say this, it was important for me that people understood this was a sincere and an earnest children's show because, you know, so much of what people might know me from is comedic and perhaps a little, you know, edgy, uh, i.e. 30 Rock or something like that. But it was important for me that people understood this was an earnest version of a children's show because I wanted them to tune in and, and pay attention in a way that they might, if it might not, if it was just a, a silly show or a sitcom. Well, that sincerity is evident. Jack, you have mined the small-town Southerner's persona for loads of comic material. Do you ever tire of playing with that stereotype? Well, ma'am, if I'm being absolutely sincere, I don't... This is kind of all I know. Uh, if you think about the characters that I've played, it's kind of close to the bone, and I'm okay with that. I am okay. I... I like how I grew up. I like where I grew up. And if that informs my performance and projects, I'm real okay with that. Oh, so refreshing. <laughs> Actor, comedian, and 30 Rock alum, Jack McBrayer from our conversation in October. Seasons one and two of Hello, Jack, The Kindness Show are available to stream now on Apple TV+. In a moment, we'll hear about a gift of love with Adam L. McKnight on stage 
through December 23rd at the Alliance Theater. But first, I'm Lois Reitzes, and this is listener-funded City Lights on WABE. Here we are. This is it. The last day of the year-end fundraiser. When you make a year-end gift, it helps provide the funding we need to bring you City Lights. So please take a moment to help right now online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. We've had a nice response so far this hour. We've had support from listeners in Duluth, Brookhaven, Fayetteville, and Alpharetta. We're going to hear from City Light senior producer and friend Kim Drobes. Well, hello, friend. So to wrap up successfully, we're looking to hit hourly benchmarks. And where are we at right now? Well, we still have nine more to go this hour, and we know we can do it with your help at wabe.org slash donate. And when you give right now, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. I think I'm fulfilling my need to be a game show host (laughs) one day. Please show your support for WABE on this final day of the final fundraiser of the year. WABE.org slash donate or call us 678-553-9090. Thank you. Hey, it's Peter Segel from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. And here in the WABE fundraiser, please take a moment to consider the observations from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Can you just drive, please? Watch where you're going. I am driving. All right. It's one text. Yeah, I, I look, Frank, I would have driven if you needed to get back to texts. You are now listening to WABE 90.1. See, Ooh. why can't you be that smooth? Why can't you be as smooth as the radio talker? Well, I'm sorry, Melissa, that my voice isn't as sultry as H. Johnson. Frank, I guess I'm being a little hard on you. Yeah, I'm not being very understanding. Well, let me just turn up the radio a little bit. W-A-B-E. Ooh. W. A-B-E. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling so much better. It's like warm velvet took over my body. It's like I don't even remember that we're driving to your mother's house. I forgot how beautiful you are. Just take a look at me sometime. My God, you're ravishing. I know. Park the car. This kiss was brought to you by W-A-B-E. The observations of Dad's Garage. Look, it only takes a moment to donate, so please give. Here's how. can donate online. Blow a kiss to us with your contribution at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090. Thanks very much to the team at Dad's Garage for that fundraising smile. Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg. We'll hear more from them as we continue today. But honestly, doesn't listening to WABE make your commute just a little better? Because of that, we hope you'll take a moment to give now. It fuels everything we do here. 
So contribute, please, online at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. All right, Lois, I think you'll find this interesting. I, I definitely do. From time to time, a listener will donate to WABE and they will include an apology, mm. something like, I wish it could be more. But we are here to remind you that every gift matters and every gift helps. Please take a moment to give yours now at wabe.org slash donate, or please call us 678-553-9090. With your urine gift to WABE, we'd like to send you one in return. Choose from any number of gifts, including the I Love WAB mug, the NPR Kids Hoodie, or the new WABE Tumblr. Choose what you'd like based on the level of your gift. See all the December thank you gifts for yourself at wabe.org slash donate. Thanks. And do remember when you donate right now, your name is being entered into that drawing for a $1,000 Amazon gift card. You're entered with your year-end gift at wabe.org slash donate or with a call to 678-553-9090 and we have yet to hear from seven of you in order to reach our hourly benchmark. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for being here. The celebrated musician Adam L. McKnight is sharing his musical journey with stories, holiday music, and original songs at the Alliance Theater this month. He has performed with everyone from Stevie Wonder, B.B. King, and Diana Ross to Faith Hill, Gloria Estefan, and The Temptations. Adam McKnight is performing with several guest artists in the show A Gift of Love on the Hurt Stage of the Alliance Theater through December 23rd. The show is directed by the acclaimed Atlanta-based director and choreographer Patro Harris. Both artists join me now via Zoom. Welcome to City Lights. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much for having us, Lois. It's always a pleasure to be on your show. Oh, a joy for me, too. Now, Adam, you've been on stage since you were 13, and I was wondering how you first got into musical performance and singing in front of people. Well, pretty much I grew up in the church, and so it was, of course, the little choirs, the choirs in the church. And then when I got in high school, I had been playing uh, trumpet in the band since I was fourth in fourth grade. And in high school, I met one of the other trumpet players who whose family were musicians. And they had a, a, a band that they were putting together with young musicians. And they asked me to be in the band. And I initially got in just to play trumpet because we had like a four-piece horn section in the band. It was a huge band, 10-piece. And so when I uh, got in the band, this was the first time I actually attempted singing R&B music pretty much in person. And so 
from that point, I was blessed to be able to join the band at the age of 13 because my brother was also in the band who was older than me. So that was my first experience. And from then on, I was just blessed and thankful <laughs> that music has continued to be uh, the forefront of my life. Yeah, and you at the forefront of other people's lives, too. I saw you traveled and performed with Sir Elton John for a year-long tour. How would you describe that experience? It was the most rewarding, impactful, wonderful <laughs> experiences of my life. I had already said I had I wanted to, if I ever got a chance to tour with somebody, I wanted it to be somebody substantial because I had heard, you know, pe periodically about other people and their performance uh, experiences. And I was just blessed to be able to meet Elton. And uh, initially I, I recorded music for him for his Lestat. He was doing a musical for Lestat. And I was called because I had a gospel choir. And uh, he just wanted some gospel singers. So myself and two of my singers went into the studio and, and recorded the music he wanted to present to Anne Rice. And uh, we did, I'd say, a pretty good job in the studio. We, we oh, did, wow. We, we did uh, six songs for them in like five hours. And they were able to go back to L.A. and do all the things they wanted to do. So they fell in love with me pretty much that day. You don't usually think about gospel and vampires together. <laughs> I know. It was just the way he wanted the sound of the background vocals to be for the show. And he wanted... Uh, Otherworldly. Yes. Kind of. Yeah. So he wanted some gospel singers, but we were able to do exactly what he needed for for what he wanted to present to her. Patro, please tell us about your approach to directing Adam and this potpourri of fantastic artists who will perform with him in A Gift of Love. Uh, it was great. My approach to start off was to always like I do with any artist to see what the artist is about. Since I knew Adam, we worked together a hundred years ago, but not really. But um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> when he was thirteen, when he was thirteen, right? right. Thank you. Yeah. No, <laughs> actually, when he moved to Atlanta in the early on and early in his career, so I knew him as an artist, and I've certainly followed his career and admired his career. So I knew him as an artist. So when the Alliance called me up about doing this production, they said, "With Adam, yeah, my neck." I was like, "Adam, Adam, who I know, Adam." <laughs> <laughs> It tend to be really great. So I understood the artist first. So my approach to the work was to help create the narrative to start it off. I thought, um, I know what kind of person he is. He's a humanitarian. He he loves art and he loves people. So I tried to shape something as a director, not only as a director, I get a chance to be a part of the creative team to develop what this was going to be. And I said, okay, well, great. Then let's go up from this approach. Let's start with the music because he loves the music so let's be loved by the music that was our first section he's always been very good collaborating so i said the next part of it let's let's let he finds comfort in his community so we put songs to kind of go with that and the last thing we want to share was you know when he looks at you does he see himself that's how he looks at he always thinking about others so we just had a me section when i look at you i see me so that was my approach to it, to get into the narrative and to get songs and narrative and story that went with this particular music from 
from his original music, of course, which is absolutely wonderful, and to share things from Stevie Wonder, from Earth, Wind, and Fire, from uh, so what are some other artists, Adam? Luther. Mm. Luther. Luther, yeah. And Luther Vandross. Yeah, those are some of my favorite artists who I listened to and uh, got inspiration from throughout the years. Those are classics. So you mentioned Voice of Atlanta, your gospel choir, Adam, and I know that you recorded two songs for the movie Till You and Voice of Atlanta. Correct. What can you tell us about those songs? Actually, those songs were brought to us originally by the director herself. She had heard those songs and uh, wanted a choir to sing them during the funeral service scene. And so I was contacted by the uh, music producer for the show. I was referred to her by my music director for this show, William Green. And he had, yeah, he had worked with her doing the Aretha Franklin movie. And so when she said she needed a choir for a movie project she was doing here, didn't know what it was at the time. And uh, so she contacted me and asked me to record something. So I took my choir into the rehearsal room and we uh, recorded the two songs that she was listening to and sent it to her. And she contacted me back and said, yes, I would love to use you guys for the movie. So all of that kind of just fell into place. And uh, and we were able to, to get what uh, 10 of us who were featured in the movie on top of some additional choir members. So it ended up being about 30 of us in the, in the movie. read that you also appeared in the film. Yes, I'm I'm the lead vocalist actually for the song that when people when they see the the funeral scene I am the one singing directly above where the casket is. Oh lord. I have <laughs> not seen the film yet. Very eager to Danielle Deadweiler, another yes. marvelous Atlanta-based artist. She did it in incredible job. Yes. Fantastic. Pedro, have you directed her? I seem to think of you in association with maybe a True Colors production. I have not got a chance to work with her. I just admire her work. She's got a chance to work with my wife, uh, Sheila Wheaton, working doing things. I've always admired what she's done, but we might have done something early. I have to go back way, way, way back in my memory. Okay, back when Adam was 13. Right. That's when Adam Adam was 13. Exactly. That's a good reference point. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's like a refrain in a song. I keep coming back to that. But, you know, this this does speak to the amazing amount of talent. I'm talking about the two of you and mentioning Danielle Deadweiler, and you mentioned your music director, Adam. Look at what Atlanta 
has brought the world now in dramatic arts and music and entertainment. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, in the earlier days, we were trying, oh, let's go to New York or let's go to uh, L.A. But now it's Atlanta, you know, the L.A., that lovely Atlanta becomes the other place to be, you know, do whatever. I mean, a a wealth of talent like William Green, our music director, is absolutely wonderful, amazing, done some amazing things around the world, not just here in Atlanta. So the world-class art that we putting together on the stage with a gift of love, just pulls all those things together with, with music and lights and, and and an ensemble of people to help him out and a, a band that works with him and background singers. So it's quite a phenomenal piece. Now, Petro, thinking about logistics, there are different guest artists performing for each of a period of, is it a week or yes. five days? with Adam, do you have to re-choreograph, re-direct each show when other cast members come in? Yes, in in a sense. They they all have their own space, so it's very unique to them. So we cater to what they are. There's, like I said, the three sections. There's the, the Love by the Music section, that's the Village section which they actually enter in they enter in in the village section we have a sweet surprise everybody if you come to the show how they introduce like i haven't seen guest artists introduced before so you have to come and get that we won't tell you that secret oh but 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 we do it differently with all of them but they all we have a special section we have them to do a number that they like that and how they feel about it. So we shape that show around how they come in. So we have a tech rehearsal and each week, each week, then our first week is Kaywin Kendrick, then it's Myra Walker, and then it's Maria Howell is the next person. So each week there's a different artist who has a different sound, has different energy, and also pulls different things out of Adam too, which is absolutely beautiful and how he likes to collaborate. We get a chance to get a full circle of his community coming in. Mm. Well, Ultimately, why do we need a gift of love? Why do we, why are we so much in need of music that uplifts us and cheers us now? I just feel that the timing is perfect because of all that that we've gone through as a world. Love is going to bring us through it all if we if we unite in that in that aspect and understand that that love can overcome, help to overcome a whole lot of things in our life. I also think that uh, one of the songs we sing, is one of Stevie Wonder's songs, Love is in Need of Love. It is, exactly. And I think that's where we are today, you know, that we need that love, that uh, we need to re-examine what we think love is and how we support it and how we share it with one another, not just to our immediate family, but to community of pe- people. One of the lines I like in the show uh, that Adam says, he says that uh, uh, we are alike, yeah. We share the same skin, human, mm. Mm. human skin, which yeah. I think is really beautiful. Sometimes we forget that we get into the colors and the tones and the textures, but the basic things, we're human. So it, it's a beautiful way. So love is so important how we share that. And towards the end of the show, uh, we sing one of Adam's original songs called Love Can, and yeah. it just speaks volumes to all the things that we can be. Love, love can make that happen. Singer-songwriter Adam L. McKnight with director Patro Harris. A Gift of Love with Adam L. McKnight is on the Hurt stage at the Alliance Theater through December 23rd. More information is on our website, 
wabe.org slash City Lights. Here on the last day of the year-end fundraiser, we're trying to stay on track. We've got benchmarks we're trying to hit through the hour. And so if you were ever going to give, now is the time. Please, we are close to reaching this hour's benchmark, just five donations away. You can help us get there with your donation online at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. I'm Lois Reitzes here with City Light Senior Producer Kim Drobes. Hello, and as Lois just mentioned, we still need five of you to stay on track for this hour. We'd like to thank everyone who has given already, but what about you? Giving right now also gets you entered into the drawing to win a $1,000 Amazon gift card. That is such a great gift. Please take a moment to give your year-end gift right now. WABE.org slash donate or call us 678-553-9090. And now at the end of the year... We remind you of some of the stories we've been able to share with you, thanks in part to listener support, like the story from filmmaker Stanley Nelson, who created two riveting PBS documentaries about abolitionists Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass, or when I spoke with the Atlanta Gay Men's Chorus Artistic Director Don Milton about their show at Queer Z. City Lights was able to bring you these diverse, rich stories thanks to contributions from listeners like you in previous drives. As we step into 2023, we are still looking for your help in order to plan next year's conversation. So please take a moment to give a year-end gift now at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Just five more of you donating and we will reach that hourly benchmark. Thank you. I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me and Dunwoody, Georgia, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Did you guys hear about that Broadway musical that's coming to town? Oh, yeah, I heard about it. Uh, Lois was talking about it on City Lights. Oh, well, I was too busy listening to Lois. She was telling me actually about a new restaurant opening up. She was telling me about the coolest comedy club in town. Did you see her touchdown for the Atlanta Falcons? It was incredible. I heard she invented Ziploc bags. Do you remember when she fixed the 7585 bridge after it caught on fire? Well, she was holding it up with her own two arms. Did you guys know that the Grady Curve used to be just one parallel line and she actually bent it? Wow, she made the curve. She really knows everything about Atlanta. Like, she's been everywhere, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't move. Um, Is Lois behind me? Yeah. She's behind you, too, Uh, at the same time. She's everywhere. She has a sign that says, donate? Oh, it must be for WABE. Oh, their fun drive. Yeah, they rely on listeners like us. I mean, guys, we got to get more Lois. Donate. Donate. Donated. Done.
We love you, Lois. That fundraising moment was courtesy of Dad's Garage. And y'all, in the name of gender equality, I want to point out that moms also have garages. Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how. You can give at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. Y'all, Lois has been with WABE since 1979. Last month, she celebrated 43 years on these very airwaves. During that time, No doubt you have learned things from the people that she has interviewed. You have been turned on to arts and culture that you never knew existed. Help us continue to share with you the best arts and culture coverage in Atlanta by donating now. Take a moment and give wabe.org slash donate and thank you. Thanks so very much to all of you. Just three more of you and we will be exactly where we need to be. We have one more minute to get there. You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., John Waters returns to City Lights with a scoop on his upcoming Christmas show. If you missed part of today's show, you could catch up on our website, wabe.org slash citylights Senior producer Kim Droves producer Summer Evans and Janine Etter engineer Shelley Kanavi and Stacy Wiggins pledge helper extraordinaire thank you all so very much and thanks to all of you for listening to and supporting WABE Atlanta. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. The world is full of mysteries. Are ghosts real? Is that yogurt expired? Hey, the unknown can be scary. But when you donate to WABE, you know where your money is going. Your gift supports the journalism that keeps you informed and the programs that pull back the curtain on complicated stories. Help us make the world less mysterious. Become a member now. Go online to wabe.org slash donate. And thanks.